Blog Talk Radio. Live from Washington, D.C., it's quintessential listening poetry online radio with host Dr. Michael Anthony Ingram. All right, good evening, everyone. I am Michael Anthony Ingram. This is Quintessential Listening Poetry, and tonight is a very special night because we have with us the winners and participants in the Aaron R. the Poets Politically or Poetically Correct Poetry Contest. Aaron, are you with me? <laughs> you know it. You know it. Michael. I always I get that wrong. <laughs> yeah, you always trying to make – you might be you're trying to make me into a – Something I think, you know, for one of these days, yes. that might be my calling or something. <laughs> you never know, man. You never know. All right, all right. This is, again, a fantastic occasion, my friend. Talk to us about the poetry contest. Yeah, and it's always a privilege and honor to, you know, have you as one of the guest judges and, you know, you allowing us to come on your platform. So definitely want to salute you first for everything you do and, um, yeah, it was a great contest. We had, uh, I want to say, like um, 12 people this time around. Um, and then we had two winners, but all of the poets were wonderful. I think we got at least three of them now that you're going to hear from in a little bit. But it was a fantastic competition. Um, for those of you who didn't get a chance to see all of the poets, it is on my Shameless Plug YouTube uh, website, youtube.com slash Poet. And, um, yeah, check it out. Make sure you give everybody some love because everybody was great. All so, right, fantastic. I guess, yeah. Michael, you ready to get right into it tonight? Let's begin this journey, my friend, because I'm ready to hear some poetry. Yeah. All right? Yeah, so. Who's, who's up first? I think her name is India. Hold on, India. How's it going, everyone? Good evening. Good evening. How are you? I feel awesome. Thank you for asking. Fantastic. Tell us about yourself. Tell us about your journey in terms of poetry. I actually started doing poetry ever since I was a child. My mother is my inspiration for doing poetry. She literally would take me to Beaver College Um and every Saturday we would go and I would pick a book and I would read. And she also took me to the main branch uh, library and she introduced me to books of all genres. So that's what inspired my love of writing. What was an early experience when you think about writing where you felt that poetry had power? Hmm. I would say when I hit puberty. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. I've been doing poetry ever since I was a little girl, but it wasn't until, you know, teenage years I was like, oh, okay, <laughs> I got a little bit more to say. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right. And here you all are today. Huh? And here you are today, the woman yes. that you are, yes. sharing poetry. All right. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, at this so, time, please mm-hmm. favor us with a piece. Please favor us with a piece. All right. So this piece is called uh, Black Genocide. This is a poem that I actually um, did for Aaron and everyone. So. Good. 
just knees and toes, knees and toes, head, shoulders, knees and toes, eyes and ears and mouth and nose, head, shoulders, knees and toes, knees and toes. Legs in the side, they tell us to stay dangerous. I tell them to kiss my anus, suck up new fingers. What about when they to hang us from trees while you smoke them? These mm. dope dudes helped cause to the hood genocide. Black genocide, got more creeps on they side than left side. Black genocide, dope fiends and addicts got more popped out veins than acrobatics. I wonder if being black in America is a bad habit. That the world tries to kick, trying to say hi without the hits. Black genocide. Why can't I write about roses or red and violet or blue? But I'm writing about this. Black genocide. I wonder if America is going to hell in a handbasket. No need for a casket. I'm just asking. Sleeping beauty and her sleeping. They still shot her. Who shot you? What about the future of Brianna? Black genocide. What if heaven was one mile away, you had to walk through the hood to get to it? I wonder if all my blaster brothers who died in the streets ever got to it. Black genocide. Wisdom is in the middle of the street screaming for y'all to get your life right. Black genocide. The streets is still undefeated, but you think you're going to cheat it? <laughs> Will you believe it once it's stretched out in them red bleeding? Black genocide. You sow what you reap with your whole squad rats, but you eat and seize it. It's more to life than sitting in front of corner stores and dangling doors from telephone poles. I wonder if they know black genocide. It's like living in the hood is the rich man's experiment, and being broken the hood is his project. This makes sense, A, eh? black genocide. When you going to wake up, B, black genocide, if, if, if hell had a limbo, the hood would be it, though. Hit the glass ceiling, make a meal without the window. And you window. I wonder if they know black genocide. Let's go outside. Head, shoulders, knees and toes. Knees and toes. Head, shoulders, knees and toes. Eyes and ears and mouth. Knees and toes, knees and toes. Black genocide. Let's go outside. Thank you. Oh wow! Mm. Oh, black mm. genocide. All right. <laughs> what you think, Aaron? Isn't that incredible? Yeah, India. Yes, yes, yes. That <laughs> took me back too, because I definitely remember when you did that for the contest. That was wonderful. Yeah, that was thank great. you. That was like, great. Anything else Thank you wanted you. to add, India, to how you form that piece? Yes, great question. Uh, the the current state of the world, I mean, no one can really say that they're living in a bubble, but, you know, the world is flipped upside down. And uh, just seeing what's, you know, gone on in the news and newspapers, you know, you, you're hearing different stories. How can you not write about black genocide? So. That was my inspiration. 
for for writing it. Talk about the bookends of the of the of the singing. Talk about that piece. That was fascinating. Thank you. So I I I'm I'm very 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 um eclectic within my my style. I think of some of the most um, interesting ways to take something uncomfortable and make it very childlike or something that mm. most people like or they don't like or they, or they hear or catchy. Um, of course, head, shoulders, knees, and, and toes, it, it's a game, a, a children's song, a game that we've all played, you know, growing up. But when you hear black genocide, you hear – you know, um, people getting murdered, they're getting shot in their, their head, I mean, everywhere. So I took something that was so graphic and I made it very juvenile and I connected the two to make it make sense. All right. All right. I like that. That's a novel approach. I like that. I like that a lot. All right. All right. Thank you yeah. so much. And we look forward to hearing you again. Okay. Thank you having me thank you all right all right all right Aaron are you ready for the next person my friend this is poetically correct you, <laughs> yep, you yep. ready for the next you person all it. right my friend I know it I know it man I know it okay the next person is Maya hold on one second I want to bring Maya in hello Maya hi this is Maya hi Maya, how are you all right, all right. You're doing well. <laughs> this is awesome. All right. Thank you Talk about me. poetry. Tell us about poetry. What's your journey been like? So my journey, um, it's interesting. I, I realized I always had a gift for writing, and I noticed it at the very tender age of eight years old. I would write school books and, and scary stories, and I think as I was kind of telling Aaron that, my passion and meaning for poetry transition as I started going through life, I would say now my poetry is about deeper things, about love, friendships, um, sad moments, happy moments, success. I, I, I guess I would say poetry really took on a deeper meaning for me in a way I'm able to relate to the world and the way I'm able to translate my feelings into words. I'm definitely mm. like a feeler. So I come from that perspective. So everything I write, I can tell you, just to be honest, I sometimes get emotional. It conjures up some kind of emotion. So that's why I really love the art of poetry and why I initially fell in, fell in love with it. It's a beautiful oh, art. Right. That's beautiful. It is a beautiful art. Was there a specific instance where you learned that poetry had power? I guess I'll ask that of everyone. Was there a specific <laughs> incident? <laughs> Yes, I would say um, I was a freshman at UCLA, and I went to the open mic night on Wednesday, and um, I remember performing my first poem called Time, and it was about um, my first ever breakup with my boyfriend, and I remember I started crying, and I was like, oh, my God, like, <laughs> it was very impactful <laughs> for me, because at that time, I experienced my first love, my first everything, and it was meaningful. That's when I knew poetry was something I can always go to as an outlet and as a way to not only inspire myself or to keep me present, but to inspire other people as well. All right. That's nice. I like that. Well, now is the time for you to shine again. Please share work with us. <laughs> okay. So this poem is called Different. I wanted to 
um, perform this poem um, because it is Black History Month. And mind you, it was written last year in uh, December 2021. So you'll see why I'm saying that very shortly. <laughs> okay, so different. Different is the new normal. Being different is a blessing. You are inspiring others to be themselves, which I am at the pressures of society makes it hard to do something that should be so simple. The new outcast is the new popular. Let's revel in our differences can bask in our ability to be innovative thinkers and creative. It's 2021. Leading into 2022, we are in the 21st century. Let's use this world as our blank canvas to be dynamic and multifaceted individuals, black queens and black kings. Don't let anyone make you feel as you have to tilt your crown to meet them where they are at. No, sweetie, they have to meet you where you're at, at eye level, nothing less because your greatness and light cannot be dimmed or altered. There is no shadow cast on your soul. You were meant to be great. Your impact was made to inspire young men and women to walk in their purpose and to lead with authenticity. Black queens and black kings, let's empower and uplift one another. We are part of a revolutionary and contagious culture of black artists, scientists, doctors, lawyers, entrepreneurs, chefs, musicians, and the list goes on. We are brilliant. We are a force to be reckoned with. Different is the new normal. Let's continue to rejoice on what makes us one of a kind. Wow. That's it. <laughs> Wow. Oh, wow. I don't know what to say. We are not worthy. I'm not worthy. <laughs> I really appreciate yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. Talk to us. What do you say? What do you say? Oh, that was what do you one. say? So, Maya, that was the one you said that you, when you read that, you got emotional, or that that was a different one? The this one you said that uh, you—that was. So I didn't get emotional from from this one. I just felt very uplifted and empowered as a black woman. This one made All me right. feel so proud, so proud. So I would say that's the kind of emotion mm-hmm. that uh, was conjured from reading this, from actually writing. All right. All right. Mm-hmm. Talk that's about great. the construct the construction of the poem. Tell us a little bit about your process. Mm-hmm. So um, a gentleman. Um, his Instagram is at Frisco Palms. He came to me and he was like, Maya, I would love for you to kind of take part in this little work that I'm doing. I want you to write this positive, like a positive mes- a message about, you know, our black community, social injustice, racial inequality, et cetera. So I'm like, well, let me write something that's related to uplifting and empowering black queens and kings. I think too mm. often we're not shown in a positive light in, in media, social media, in our world. And I think we have so mm-hmm. much beauty to offer, so much to give in our culture. It's so diverse. So that's why I kind of put this uh, line in there called contagious culture. Our culture is so mm-hmm. contagious. Our culture is mainstream culture. And I really wanted everyone to feel just how powerful we are as black kings and black queens. That was All right, you are. Wow, you are a black queen at that. Thank you. Thank you so much. We're getting, we're getting deep tonight, Michael. <laughs> I see, man. That's what I'm saying. Oh, but that was wonderful. We, we do this every Thank week on my program. <laughs> all right. That's right. All right, all right, all right. Thank you again, Maya. 
Beautiful work. Definitely. All right. Thank you. Thank you. The next person is Camille Denise. Hello, yeah. Camille. Hi. <laughs> hey. <laughs> How are you tonight? I'm good. How are you? I'm good for an old man. I'm all right. <laughs> <laughs> Tell and us real quick about though, you. Yes. Camille is from, well, just to go back, I, I forgot to say where in, in India was from. I want to say New York or something, and I know Maya is from California, and I think Camille mm-hmm. is in Atlanta. I am, yes. So yeah, all right, we got all right, all over the state participating tonight. But go ahead, Michael. My bad. <laughs> no, no, no. What I was going to do is that I was going to ask each person on the next go round where were they from. So you just did it for me. So that's perfect. See? We can still ask them again. <laughs> yeah, see, great minds think alike, my friend. That's All right, right. back to Camille, man. Back to Camille. (laughs) (laughs) Tell us about you, Camille. That's what I want to (laughs) know. Um, I am a. I'm in Atlanta, like Aaron said, and um, I'm a poet. I'm out here just trying to, you know, get my get my feet on the ground and everything like that. I started poetry. Um, when I was in high school. So mm-hmm. I've always been a writer. I've been writing my whole life. I've been writing my whole life, but it wasn't until – I'm sorry, were you saying something? No, 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 just listening. Okay, I'm sorry. It wasn't until my um, junior year in high school that I actually um, – my best friend, uh, her name is Mimi. She's a really dope poet. And I watched her do poetry, and it literally blew my mind. And I was like, wow, um, I wonder if I can do that. (laughs) So I started doing poetry, and I really fell in love with it. I really fell in love with it. And um, I'm a very emotional person, so Mm -hmm. um, it definitely is therapeutic for me as well. All right. So was it your your experience with your friend, the early experience that you felt that poetry had power, or was it something else specific that you said, hey, let me embrace this. Let me, let me run with it. A specific moment? No. Yes, uh, it was. I'm going to say it was a specific moment. I'm just going to say just because once I started writing it, um, I knew okay. that it was for me. Once okay. I started that actually great. putting pen to paper and, um, you know, getting, writing about it, like with my emotions and everything like that and how I felt after the release I felt from it, I knew mm-hmm. it was for mm-hmm. me. All right. And that's power in itself. All right. All right. Well, without further ado, Camille, you're on. Mm-hmm. You're on stage. <laughs> um, I have a piece I'm going to do called Wordplay. <clears throat> If I wasn't in tears when I wrote it, it's not fire. Seeing this how my art seems to be inspired by my questionable decisions and my anxiety-ridden thought process. I guess you could say that I'm overly critical of myself. I'm not a rapper, but I'm still lyrical. An overthinker, I'm analytical. I'm not average, far from typical. I give a new feel like someone you've never met before. 
I'm obsessed with myself. I'm my only competition. A child of God, I'm forgiven. And anyone who knows what I've grown from is a witness. Not really interested in your opinion. I can't expect eyes blind to the vision to understand the mission and why I move with such precision. Is that serious? Last summer, I found out that I'm still toxic. I really don't mean to label myself. I hate boxes. If I don't pay close attention, shit can get real chaotic, moving more on emotion and less logic. Imagine me. A hopeless romantic with a thing for niggas who can't understand it. The little girl on the playground with the crush on the boy who pays her the least attention. 27, still ain't came to my senses. I like them mm. unavailable and rough around the edges. All that love they need is so precious. I think I need a new therapist. <laughs> I've been talking to her every couple of weeks but still feeling like a surrogate. I'm carrying around dead weight like a miscarriage. On top of that, I think I'm having mm. a late 20s crisis. Time really is priceless. I've been playing myself it's time to increase my prices and decrease my accessibility. I'm cutting bad vibes off invisibly. I feel 30 coming from my neck like it's sick of me. I'm dodging my fear of failure like it's someone breaks at me. I'm not satisfied. It feels like I've romanticized what my 20s were supposed to be. I don't know what to expect. I just know that it's better to follow my dreams than it is to be complacent with just a stable check. No longer willing to sacrifice my creativity for a job. I'm not a worker. Paying me just enough to get by isn't worth it. I no longer have the luxury of staying indecided. It's time to come out of hiding. It's go time. Either go forward or stay silent. And I've never been the type to keep quiet. Too much mouth. Born in Cincinnati, but raised in the South, Atlanta, baby, or Georgia, Peach, no doubt. It's such a flex here. I've seen a lot, so I'm not easily impressed, dear. At least not by material things. I'm a real princess, like, actually raised by a king, so I'm not really new to anything. Don't be confused. I show love because I'm genuine. It's on you if you choose to abuse it or misuse it. I'll keep being myself. I'm moving love fluent. I'm resilient. I lick my wounds and keep moving. My value only gets higher the more experienced I become. Everything the world throws at me, I've overcome. So to the pressure, I'll never succumb. Because when it's all said and done, and I'm finally the woman I'm supposed to become, I'm coming out guns blazing like Tony. So if you don't, now is the time to get to know me because I'm only getting better like Kobe. Thank you. My goodness gracious. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <Heaven>. goodness. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about poetic power. Talk about power. That was phenomenal. Thank you so now, much. <laughs> I think I think my question to you too, and I think you may have said this in one of your pieces or something just about your emotions behind stuff. Like to me it feels like the stuff that you say, like you really almost like you really experienced it or you were really there, like is that like oh, yeah, 100% experienced it? <laughs> and is that like part of most of like you write about is like your experiences mainly? Yeah. Um, to be honest with you, the my entire reasoning, like my whole message in my poetry, is very much yes, it's personal. It's linked to my experiences and the things that I've been through, but. I also just really, um, I've been through a whole lot, and the only reason I made it out of anything is literally because of God. And yes. all I want to do with my message is I just want to talk about, um, it's just vulnerability, authenticity, and um, just how my standing with God from a vulnerable and authentic place just has helped me 
like in actual life because otherwise I'm like a legit um uh freak show. <laughs> All right, all right, all right. <laughs> if you must say so yourself. All right, all right. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Literally, literally, it's a mix of therapy and God, prayer, therapy and right, prayer. Right, right, right. That's it. There's, That's it. There's yeah. a huge a huge connection between mental health and poetry. It's a major, major connection between the two. So uh, I think that people having opportunities to write, to share, to just vent is so very, very important, whether you, whether you share with anyone else or not. Just that, that, yeah. right. that time that you have to just get it out of your system is what's important. Wow. Yeah. Well, I want to thank you. I want to thank you. Thank yeah. you All right. so much for having me. Oh, yes. Yeah, so more than welcome. All right, all right, all right. We've got a we couple got more people. Cut, so I don't, yes, we do. Let's do see. We got, yes, area code 404. The first three numbers are 210. You're on the air. Good evening. Hello. Hey, how you doing? I'm pretty good. And yourself? Can't complain, sir. It's been a pleasant one. You can't complain. <laughs> and your name is Chef. Chef, the, 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 the defending champion, <laughs> the, the three-time champion. champion. <laughs> 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 all right, all right, all right. And the IRS ass, I love. They love checking every time uh, I make something. <laughs> all right, deal, deal. All right, let me bring one other person on. Yes. Okay. okay, I'll bring the other person on, and we'll we'll go in order. Okay, so but I'll bring this person on so they, so I can acknowledge them. Area code three two one. The first three numbers are four one five. You're on the air. Good evening. Hello. We're maybe they're just here to listen. Hello? Your name, sir. Are you here to just listen or are you somebody that was in the contest? Oh no, I was I I, I won the uh one of the contests. You were not in the contest. Yeah, no, yeah, I'm in the contest. You in the contest your and your name. Consigns one oh one. Oh, oh kind of science one on one. All right. <laughs> Why you call here like all right, man? All right, welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Well, what I'd like to do now is focus on Shell for a few minutes as the winner, and then we'll come to you, kind of science. All right. All right, ten forty. All right, all right. Shell. Tell us everything, man. Talk about your journey in poetry. You've talked about it three times now. <laughs> Talk about it one more time. Well, it started when I was a baby. My mother used to write poems, and we couldn't afford diapers, so she wrapped them in me, and she told me I would be something. All right, I'm capping. None of that happened. Not a single word of that. All right. Look, look, look. Hey, hey. I was with you. We take everything on this show. <laughs> I was an irresponsible college kid, all right? He later became an irresponsible young adult, but still, I was an irresponsible college kid. I wanted to be part of something that didn't involve a party, so... 
joined the poetry club. I got thrown into a slam because apparently I rap well in the back of classrooms, but did not sell enough drugs to make a career out of that. So that's how we started. I nervously wrote something for the slam during the slam because, again, we're irresponsible. Mm. It worked in round one. It worked again in round two. In round three, I decided I should do better, and I wrote in the kinesiology class I had three hours before the slam because we're only doing better in baby steps. All right. All right. All right. One. All right. Got sent to the College right. Union Poetry Slam Invitational, and I messed around and fell in love with an art form. Mm. Nice. And, and I'd right always loved so many things. <laughs> I'd always loved so many things, but this was the, probably the first one to love me back for real. Oh, wow. Wow, man. That really touched me just hearing that. That was weird. Mm. Yeah, it was deep. Deep. It's. I always thought it was well, a special you, feeling when you pour into something and you see it pour back. Yeah, that's kind of how my relationship with poetry works. All right. I like that, man. I like that a lot. Can you think of one specific experience where you recognize that poetic language had power? Anything come to mind? Hmm. Where you potentially touch someone? I did a poem. I did a poem at a showcase called Soul Cipher in my third year of college, and in it, I addressed being suicidal because I have been at a couple of points. We good now though. All right, no problem. And like it was the usual after performances, people coming up to you. Oh, that was amazing. That was deep. And I, some freshman I had never met before, he's like, yo, can I just talk to you for a second? I was like, okay. And then we go to, a, go to the side. And we just ended up sitting there for like 30 minutes just talking about mental health and feelings. And he shared how he related to the piece with me and how it made him feel that he actually wasn't alone. That was that was probably the first time. All right. I like that, man. Well, without further ado, my friend, Chev, it's on you to begin this journey with your poetry. Question, question, question. Yes. How foul is my mouth allowed or not allowed to be? Your mouth is allowed to be whatever you want it to be. Well, Unless oh, the record reflects, I ask, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> All right. Let's see here. Huh. After waiting one month, three weeks, Four days and however hours we are into this day for new days, I'm willing to admit I may have been had, hoodwinked, bamboozled, let it stray, run amok. I've been nice as fuck, and they gave shit shit for Christmas. So this year, 
Me and my boys decided we all going to rob Santa Claus. Feel free to come along. He's going to pay what he owes. Look at that motherfucker skipping my house every year like we don't pay time. Like we don't pay cookies. I mean, a bearded white man who's been watching everything and coming back to bless you just for being nice never made sense in my neighborhood, but we learned to say our prayers anyway. We wrote our lists anyway because we wanted things. I wanted my mother off the naughty list. I want to know why she got to work every Eve, Xmas, and Boxing Day just fighting to feed this family. I want to know how much fruitcake she got to make for her Jesus stops giving his birthday party. Hell, I just wanted a bike when mine was stolen. I remember my boys found out who had it. Couldn't we ride on him and let Jingle Bell rap? So we found out his mama smoked it. Mm. On his bike, turning her body into the chimney they never had. Now he's just praying to get her off the cycle. I started playing ball in high school. My parents got me one for four straight years. I don't know if they thought this was the only way I'd make it out of here or if they just worked too many hours to know anything else about me. For college, I moved out to South to a city where it always snows, hoping that it'd get me close to the privilege of a white Christmas. It's hard not to be the Grinch when every walk and your shoes turns green mile back at home. My father's chestnut skin was roasting like an open fire because three unwise men with stockings over their heads open fire trying to take our gifts and his presence. I found out from streets that always seem to hear everything, but don't see nothing. So I asked my mother why she didn't tell me. She gonna tell me it's more important that I focus in school, like me training to be a good Christian capitalist still a bigger deal than our fucking lives and our fucking time. And this bearded white man skipping over my house like we ain't paid our fucking time. Xmas supposed to be a birthday party, but the Jesus, I see no candles. This place is bare and burn under more likely to be in a box by the age of 25 than to receive one on December 25th. We ain't get no carols. Just carols singing to Cyrus. Man, so fuck it. If I can't bring Santa to the hood, I'm going to bring the hood to Santa. I went in the North Pole with a long nose. Somebody breathe. Adam L's looking like Lord knows. Lord knows the pain mm. of people who have prayed for everything, but ain't gotten nothing. So this Christmas, my wish list, the hit list of the rich men who slay rides on the moon just to skip the apocalypse. And every politician who's ever promised a pot to piss and I ain't taking naughty list names. I'm taking hostages. Load the bag and get to slay. Jack Frost will be in the way. Mr. Claus and the Mr. Toe. Then every kiss begins with K. Tell Kringle the time for us to mingle. We're going to pass this one. Give a fuck about your presence. I don't got used to your absence. Packages can't replace all the things that we lost. Look at my eyes, nigga. You don't know what innocence costs. Hey. I'm probably on this moment I was 16 years old. Interrupted your off season. Not even looking for gifts, man. I came for the call. You see a person make diamonds. And my surroundings got the stress to make a team here. We give one out. For every time we turn the deaf ears to the pain here, give out shine instead of shackles like most of the chains that they wear. And if we don't get to see sunshine, cool. we just going to have to hold the reindeer. If we don't get to see sunshine, at some point you just have to hold the reindeer. Man, wouldn't you come for everything? If you came from nothing... <laughs> Wow. Chef, 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 chef. Man, you know, as I would have, I would have <laughs> kicked you off, muted you, and everything. Good grief! <laughs> Dang it! Listening to you, you never seem to take a breath. It's continuous. It, to me, it was like being on a roller coaster that went up and down, up and down, in and out, back and forth. That's how I felt listening to you. What I want to know is what happens inside your body when you're emoting like that, man? I step out of it to watch. Oh, wow. Now, that's deep. Did you hear that? Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You got. You know you got to say more about that. 
Yes, you do, Come man. On. Give us, give us more than that, shit. Honestly, when I'm performing poems, I just allow my body to go back into the feelings of the experiences. Like I really mm-hmm. did start only getting just one Walmart basketball a year for Christmas, because <laughs> as far as my parents had time to know, that was my whole personality. And it's what we could afford. Yeah. So I always appreciated them, no matter how clean the one from last year still was. Um, I really did lose all my bikes. I really did lose friends. I really was the kid who asked why his mother has to work every Christmas. And I just allow myself to go back into those places. And as far as, like, knowing what to do when performing – while my body is just going through all the emotions again, my brain is just left and is, like, up next to me or above me or behind me just watching. <laughs> it's kind yeah, of why I have that... to practice the poems so many times mm-hmm. because I don't right. want to be on stage in any performance consciously thinking about that. Yes, understandable. Right. And I just got one more question, Chef, because, you know, and hopefully we'll hear another piece from you when we go back around, but I've all of your pieces, you know, I've, I've, I thought are pretty, you know, dope and awesome, but where do you think that this creativity kind of comes from? Like, I mean, I'm in this case, you pretty much... <laughs> I mean, you pretty much said we're going to rob Santa Claus. You know, you took a friendly holiday <laughs> and, just, <laughs> and added your, your, your twist to it. And, and like Michael said, like a roller coaster and like engage. And I can kind of see some of the things you're saying. Like kind of, can you tell us how that process of you writing kind of comes about? Um... Me and my friends love talking about perspective on random things. <laughs> like, who was the real villain of the movie versus who was the plot villain of the movie? What holidays are actually messed up? What traditions do we have that are actually messed up? Because eventually we're going to be adults. <laughs> like, real ones, not like the fake adults. I am. I'm 24. Um, eventually we're going to be adults and we're going to be responsible for setting up the cultures of our homes and setting up the cultures of our neighborhoods. So everything that could possibly come up and how to be and how to talk and how to think, we've all thought about it. We've all talked about it. And we just try to come to the best understandings we can. Wow. Appreciate it. You, yeah, you. I, I, I love the word powerful. Power, powerful. You're a powerful man. You have a powerful voice, man. Uh, continue, continue shining your light. And thank you. I appreciate you. Thank you. All right, all right, all right. Wow, we're on a roll tonight, Aaron. We're on a roll, I man. I know. I know, man. His talent is amazing. I know, right? Everybody been deep tonight too, and <laughs> we got next what? Con science. Con Science, yes, sir. Oh, yeah. Con Science 101, you you're on the air. I know what's going on. How y'all doing out there tonight? <laughs> doing all right. Doing all right. <laughs> all right, all right. Tell us about your journey in poetry, my friend. 
Um, my journey in poetry started uh, when I was seven. Um, I started mm-hmm. battle rap. Uh, to me, to me, rap has always been has always been highly intertwined with poetry. You know, uh, yes, mm-hmm. the origin of rap was rhythm and poetry. You know, so 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 it's always came from poetry. So when I was approached by um, a couple local poets, uh, Blue Bailey and um, Eddie Figures and Debbie Brooks, when I was approached, they, they they came to me with the idea of changing like my rap form into more of a poetry, you know, and um, yeah, man, it changed my life, you know, it, it changed my life. Poetry definitely uh, has definitely done a lot for me, you know, not only financially, but just mentally, you know, it, it, it's, it's been a safe haven for me to for me to go to, you know, to, to get a lot of things off my chest. Mm-hmm. You know, that is so important as we've kind of talked about all night, just being able to get it off your chest, man. You know, so when you think about an early experience, I know you talked about the, um, the people coming to you. Was there another experience that helped you realize that poetic language had power? Anything else? Yeah. Um, my, Fourth poetry slam. I um I I had won a couple poetry slams already, and I was feeling confident going in. But there was a uh, there was a kid next to me that that wasn't so confident. You know, she had a stuttering problem, and um, well, she just she she felt as though like everyone was gonna you know laugh at her because her dad put her on stage for this for for the poetry slam. Her dad is a local legend, um, mm-hmm. but. I decided to that because I was going a few um a few acts before I was gonna stutter throughout my piece and you know of course the first stutter got some laughs you know the the second stutter got a little less the third they were they were listening by that by the eighth stutter you know they 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 they, they were snapping along with me so by the time she got up there you know they, they, there wasn't any laughter for her you know. <laughs> so I uh, oh from wow. that day from that day on I realized that you know poetry can do a lot more than just, you know, ride a beat, you know, it can, it, it can change lives, you know, it can give confidence to other people. So from that moment on, I started in all my pieces. All right, man. It's oh, beautiful. wow. <laughs> but you did that <laughs> on quite a story too. Just for, just for that. Yeah. Mm, wow. Yeah, that is a good one. Good story. Man. Yeah. That's, that's, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't even I don't even know what to say to that. You know what I'm saying? I mean, uh, <laughs> I don't even know. And I, I'm always right. talking. I don't know what to say. We might, we might as well just go to the poem after that. One, That's right. right. <laughs> what I will say, man, favor us with a poem. That's what you do. All right. Yep. All right. <clears throat> How y'all doing out there tonight? I said... How y'all doing out there tonight? All right. If you if you if if you if you down to hear some dope poetry tonight, let me hear you say "Show you right." Show you right. Show you right. Show you right. Show you right. Well, all right. <laughs> For those of you that don't know, what you're witnessing is what I like to call a sky or high learning. Never mind. I'd like to welcome y'all to Con Science 101. I'm your host. Contents. Just say kind if it makes sense. And I'm here to raise your contents level, so shit. We 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 gonna get into to, to, to a poem. Is that all right? 
Is that That's all right? right? Yeah. That's all right. So you're right. All right. When I was three, my mother and me would share a game amongst the stars. She'd hold me in her arms with love in each palm, and she'd tell me I was her little angel. She, 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 she'd give my third eye a kiss and propel me into my <laughs> dreams. Her sun amongst the stars descending every once in the blue moon. Tidal waves would cross against our freights. Face when thoughts of being so close to success came and fell short. In that moment, I developed a phobia, the fear of heights. The mm-hmm. fact being that I indeed was afraid to fail. Paralyzed by the images, my mind would cock, 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 conceive. I can never pro- prevail. Stag- segmented and cemented by the need for control, CT. The fear of heights is the fear of letting go. To know that with outstretched arms and passion in your soul, you could reach your goals just beyond the stars. But fear is the cosmic mass of moss awaiting to snatch every decision and submission to us all. Fears. Forgetting every accurate reason to soar. Fears. Forgetting every accurate reason to soar, see, see, we catapult our dreams into the skies but never reach for them at all. Fears. What is fear? But the illusion that does rob us of the opportunities we could have. If the scared could fly, then I would most likely cower in the sky. And when I died, I'd slowly decompose the earth. For since birth, I've been worth nothing more than a child that can merely cry. So, 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 to fly is an act that I would never try. How, how, how many of us can relate with that statement? I, 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 I said, how, how many of us can relate with that statement? How, how many of our dreams and blessings have been put on the wait list, curved to the S, yet still stimulating, sour, sour serenades, that thing, sing, sing serenades of complacency, C, C, we got it down to a T till we trick, trick, trick tutors into T, T, teaching that time, time is everything. Tiptoeing like confused ballerinas, our, our, our minds spin half truths until t- time is everything wasted. So I ask, what is fear but the illusion that, 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 that does rob us of the opportunities we, we, we could have? Tonight, mm. you and I are no different. Tonight, you and I are no different. I said, tonight, you and I are no different. Tonight, you and I are no different. Captured caterpillars caught cocooning in the conformed cubbies of our minds. You see, 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 see that 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 that's where where fear fear lies. Tonight, you and I are no different. What is fear? I'd ask everybody in attendance in the house, and, 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 and I, I'd, I'd ask everybody in attendance in the house tonight to, to take out their left hand, take, 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 take out their left hand and hold it to the sky. I said, take out your left hand and hold it to the sky. Now I, 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 I want you to ball it up real tight, and I want you to squeeze, squeeze from the bottom of your soul because fear cannot live there any longer. I want you to put it to the side. And with your, with, 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 with your right, I want you to reach. 
Reach for your dreams that we have convinced ourselves were impeached. Reach, re- reach until mm-hmm. you no longer have use for your feet. Reach until you have left your feet. Reach, young butterfly, because you, 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 you are fly to me. Now, mm-hmm. before bed, I hold my niece instead, who's reached the odd, the, 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 the age of three. I, mm-hmm. I, I, I hold, I, I, I hold her in my arms with love in each palm, and I tell her she's my little angel. I give, I, I give her third eye a kiss and propel her into her. Mm-hmm. What is fear of heights? But the fear to dream. You, 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 you all have been a great crack, crack, crack. Oh, to con science one on one. Right. Yeah, that was absolutely amazing. Yes, amazing, yes. amazing, man. I mean, I hung on every word. Mm-hmm. You know, I had to hear you and one of, share your story. Wow. Yeah. One of you know one of the questions, kind of too, like I asked Chev a little earlier. I should have just made my question to go around, Michael. <laughs> what all right? Uh, what's what's your writing process like? You know, like some of these things you say in these um. Just uh, yeah, like how do you phrase? How did you come up with like this poem you just wrote, for example, or you just performed for us? Like, what was going through your mind, and how did you um, come up with that piece? Uh, fear of heights. I think it, I think it was more of more of a reflective piece because. Normally, when when I approached poetry, I approach it. I, I I'd approach it from a, a a point of confidence to to big myself up, you know. But mm-hmm. I felt like a piece like this was more reflective to show, you know, vulnerability in the state, you know, to show, you know, my fears as well because I actually did have a fear of heights growing up, you know. But mm-hmm. it, it the 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 poem in itself, you know, speaks of the journey of getting over the, the, those fears. So. For me to write it, I had to I had to live it, you know. I had to go through it, you know. And yeah. as, as life, mm-hmm. I feel like right right life wrote this poem, you know. I just kind of was the medium for it. Oh wow, I like that line about living it. I believe poetry is a lived experience, and it should be. You should put yourself in it. I I, I really like that. I really like that. Well, all right. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Yeah, that was that was great. Great. Thank you kindly. All right. Aaron, I'm going to give people just a second to get situated, and we'll be right back for the next go-round. Yeah, Michael. <laughs> Play it. <laughs> 
are back. I am Michael Anthony Ingram. I'm here with my partner in crime, Aaron R. the Poet. Now you know yes. it. Uh, <laughs> you all know it. That's right. That's right. That's right. Poetically correct. Yep, everybody out there didn't know that that was Michael on the drums in the background playing that music out there, you know. My brother multi-talented out here. I do it all, man. I was cooking some chicken, too, in the kitchen. While the drums were playing. While I was drumming. All right, well, let's start this show again. All right. All right, all right. We loop back around. Yes, we go back around one more time, and we get people out of here. All right, this is right. India, 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 India. You're all. Yes. Yes. <laughs> you <Okay>. all. <laughs> you all. Yes. Share. <laughs> okay. And anything else too you wanted to just share about it or yourself? Before, I guess, because we're going to go on this one last run around, I guess, what, just any upcoming projects you have or how people can reach you for you do your last yes. piece. And where are you located? Awesome. That's another big one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> awesome. Okay. I am from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Okay. Yeah. And you can find me on Instagram. My name is I-N-D-E-A. Last name is Hoffman, H-O-F-F-M-A-N. I am actually working to finish up my first book entitled So Searching that will be released this June. Awesome. So this next piece I'm going to share is entitled um, role models. It's just started from the bottom like, oh my. It reached to the top like, yeah, how you travel to middle like, waist high. Are you gonna let it ride and let it slide? Boom, 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 boom. A boom, 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 boom. You real niggas, you getting too big for your own britches. You don't want no black queens, you want twerking bitches. Abercrombie and fitches. She don't cook, she don't clean, she don't do no dishes. As long as her brain game uh, uh, stays on vicious. And this is the wife you want in your wish list. <laughs> your appetite for pleasing is delicious. We're all the, we're all the, we're all the good role models. I see in this ever Satan down just being sold in your bottles. I got a couple of friends that's been hit with hollows when they walk they wallow. Two, six, seven. Real niggas, real niggas, real niggas don't make it to heaven, but good fathers do. He was. 22, hard working in his suits, riding Ben's cool. They pulled him over, hands up, don't shoot. They hit him in his dome. They sent him home. They got sent on administrative leave. What more do you need to see? Being black in America is the world's pet peeve. You got better things to do. You got B-E-T-T-E-R things to do. We living, we living, we living, we living in the land of the beast of the bully. You get sent upstate, refuse to be your teletubby. 
coping and not getting raped by your celly and your butt getting smully. Use traveling mm. across state lines with two duffies, all for the love of money. Use attracted the felony. Where are the good role models in the city of Philadelphia? You got better things to do. You got B-E-T-T-E, all things to do. And they say, mm. and they say, the man's world, open the oyster, take the pearl. Stop casting them amongst the pigs. And how much more longer you got to finish your bid? And you do what you do to feed your kid. But is this the way you really want to live? You got better things to do. You got B-E-T-T-E, all things to do. Role model. Thank you. Oh. <laughs> that was great. You hit a nail on the head with that one. <laughs> you there, Aaron? Where is is Aaron? Are you there? Yeah, that that was wonderful. Yeah, that was wonderful. Thank you. I got so excited I had to mute my mic because I was over here yelling. I didn't want to hear your phone, but that whole B E T T E R thing. Yeah. You did it. You did it. Thank you so much. You're so welcome. You're so welcome. Thank you so much. All right. All right. Thank you again. You're a talented woman. Talented. Talented. Extra talented. All right. All right. Thank you. All right. Maya. You're on, Maya. Hey. Hello. Yes. Hey. Hey. Still here. (laughs) Great. So, I guess, yeah, Maya, um, anything you want to do to plug yourself or what you got going on, and then you can share your last piece with us? Yes. So, um, if you guys want to tune in and just hear more of my poetry, um, I guess just keep up to date with what I'm doing. There's so many things going on in 2022 for me, so... The best way to keep up is to follow me on my IG. It's at Maya, N-G-O-Z-I. That's Maya Ungazi, N-G-O-Z-I. And I'll be sharing a poem called Love in honor of Valentine's Day. Oh, yes, it's the month of love. Okay. So, love, you listen to me. Something so simple captivated your attention. Eyes dilated, heart racing, mind gone. You amaze me with your ability to be present. Attention focus on the slight twitch of my fingers, gently twisting the short hairs flying across my eyes, dazzling at the warmth felt in your gaze. You felt like home. I couldn't unfeel this feeling. It was fleeting, almost cosmic. I felt safe with you. You listened to me. It didn't cost you a penny to do this but effort. Effort to care and to notice me struggle. Noticing the bleak moments and peaks in my life. The small things matter to you just as much as it triggered me to scream. Jumping up and down in pure bliss. I wanted to love you. Not only in this lifetime, but in the next, and the next, a twin flame kind of love. A love that will go through trying times and triumphancy, white picket fence with beautiful big red accent front door. 
I wanted my happy ending with you. It only made sense in the grand scheme of things to live in a suburb and to raise two beautiful children. You breathe life into my body. You see, I was once collateral damage and other broken men's stories, but you made me the lead role in your movie. Pedestals elevated. I stood on, represented the dying breed of love that our grandmothers once spoke about around kitchen tables. The sound of sizzling fried chicken on the cast iron skillet. The aroma mm. of peach cobbler filling the cavity of my naive chest. You healed old wounds. I knew what love was when my calls were returned. Asking for reassurance wasn't a privilege. It was given gently with empathy and love. You knew I've been hurt before. But if you were forced to iron out every wrinkle of anxiety and fear and pain in my body, you would. You showed me real love, true love. Windows to my soul, you gave me peace. I knew I loved you when I realized that if seeing you happy meant losing you, I'd do it. I knew it was love when I didn't have to search for explanations of your behavior. I came to you to understand you. You gave me the peace of mind. I needed to be soft-hearted, to be kind to be feminine, to embody the essence and soul of love. I don't know how to quite end this. I know there are feelings I have yet to experience, but you are worth all sacrifices to meet you in physical form, love. (laughs) (laughs) What would we have done without a poem during this season of love? You know what I'm saying? I'm hot. We needed that. I am hot. <laughs> Thank you. I'm hot. <laughs> 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 Man. It's a beautiful, it's beautiful. Yep. I felt like I was, I, at one point I just wanted to jump in and be like, Maya, I'm sorry. I didn't mean it. Like, you know, just that emotion you had in it. Like, <laughs> that <was> incredible. <laughs> thank you. Well, thank you so Maya, much. Thank you again. You're incredible. Yes. Incredible. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. Take All care. Right. Bye now. Have a great All day. All right. You do. All right. All right. It is time for the Camille show. Camille. The Camille show. Yes. yes. Hello, Camille. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Hello, Camille. Welcome uh, back. Thank you. Thank you so much. Oh, yeah. So um, um, anything you want to do to plug yourself or what you got upcoming, and then you can tell us about your last piece, and we'll go from there. Okay. Um I'm working on a lot of things right now. I'm currently working on an album, um, but that's still mm-hmm. in the work. So if anybody listening wants to keep um, keep track of me, my Instagram is Camille, C-A-M-I-L-L-E dot Deneen, D-E-N-I-N-E, on all social media. And y'all can just follow me and check me out there. Um, the last piece I'm going to do is the piece I did for the contest. So I hope... I'll go ahead and get into it. 
yeah. Brace yourself, Michael. <laughs> yes. Hi, I am Camille, and I'm not who I pretend to be. I claim that I'm strong and okay with being alone, but on most days my prayer and journaling time gets postponed because today I just don't feel like feeling. I get booked to do shows where people are impressed by my ability to be vulnerable, but it feels like the same gift that is opening doors for me is cursing me behind closed ones. My heart, while gentle, is guarded, steadily bleeding, it's never healed enough. I know that my presence and exterior seems tough, but I hate this. I never have my shit together. In love, I'm naive, never clever. I talk too much about my feelings. I think everything is my fault too much, not enough walking out my healing. My mouth gets crazy when I feel offended. I know I'm not the one who started it, but I'm damn sure the one who finished it. Then I regret the disrespect because I miss you. I never met what I said when I dissed you, but you got to understand that at first hand, it felt like a slap in the face. I didn't give you a chance to explain, and later on I found out it wasn't the case, but then you flipped it. Now I'm feeling silly. I never wanted you to see the side of me that you did, but now I'm feeling guilty. Even though I know my words were justified, my words are like sharp knives to the soul, and I know you, so I know that you care about the things that I say. You act like you don't, but there's no way that I'm disconnected to you alone. I know you feel me in spirit. I know when my heart calls out to you, you can hear it. I know we often miss each other at the same exact time, and even though you aren't mine, I feel entitled. I heard that my poetry is better when I'm hurt. I'm concerned that all I'll know is heartache. What if when I'm happy, my words don't hit the same, and the only thing I'll be known for is my pain? I don't want my legacy's foundation to be built on how much I can endure. I don't want to be 40, so my heart breaks doors. I want to be healthy in every way that I'm supposed to be. I spend so much time focused on me that I'm concerned I'll make my healing my identity. Who am I outside of my pain? That's the question. It's always been so hard accepting that. Even though I'm upfront about my flaws, I can still be rejected. My vulnerability really is a blessing, but the process requires my complete and total attention, and some days I don't feel strong enough. Make me whole, I say in my prayers. I ask God to make me whole. Better be sure that when you pray, you're prepared for him to hear you. His presence is personal. I was just looking for some relief from the aching, but I didn't realize it admit that both people and things were up for the taking. I was just looking for some peace in my situation. Not too proud to beg, I pour my heart out. Never too grown to shed tears, I cry my eyes out. I'm incredibly flawed, but I wonder if anyone will be able to see the beauty in me. I'm sorry I made you feel small. I write you love letters and poems until you forgive me. And I don't care if it looks weak, because no one else is around when it's just you and me. My love language is words of affirmation, and I speak it fluently, but talking to you feels like I'm in a foreign land where no one else can understand what I'm saying, and it feels like a special kind of cruelty. I wish our chapter was longer, but every story has a proper beginning, middle, and end, but you and I, we were stuck in the climax. And speaking of every time you touched me, I did that. And since you won't let me talk to you, I hope that you're listening. Missing you was sickening, but your absence is necessary. I won't lie and say I wish you the best. If it isn't with me, I'm too selfish to want you to be happy with anybody but me. I'm not proud of it, but I've always believed in honesty. It's the best policy. It's the best policy, no matter how toxic. I could. It's the best policy, no matter how toxic. I never meant for you to get this close to the keys in my heart. You could have unlocked it, but thank God He stopped it right before He made it. Cause there was only so much that I could do to keep delaying it. Cause when I fall in love, the sky falls and the walls were sitting away will collapse and shake the earth. My love is an earthquake. Passionate, mm. resilient, and groundbreaking, and it takes the heaven of a man to withstand the heaviness of my heart. I wasn't made; I was sculpted. Art placed here to be put on display. I don't create; I suffer for my art. So when you get a piece of me, know that you'll forever be changed. Years ago, by and your spirit will never forget my name. 
because when you met me, you got to be a part of history. That oh. in itself is no small victory. I promise you'll never stop missing me. I don't know why I'm not who I pretend to be. Thank you. That was absolutely mesmerizing. (laughs) I can't even get it out. I can't even say the words. (laughs) Man. (laughs) Yes. Wow. Yes. Thank you. Wow. Thank you so much. No, thank you. That is the one. And I have to say this real quick. That's the one. Like, do you really feel like you are going to be, like, remember for your pain or whatever. That's the poem I was talking about earlier, like that line right there. Uh, do I really feel like that? When I wrote it, I felt like that. I don't feel like that anymore. Mm. But when I, All right. But when I All right. Yeah, but when I wrote it, that's how I felt. All mm. right. Understandable. Okay. Well, thank you. Thank you again for gracing yeah. us. Thank you so All much. All right. All right. Thank you. <laughs> all right. <laughs> all right. All right. Man, they, all right. They, they do. They doing better the second go around than the first go around. I thought the first go around was was enough. That was goodness. <laughs> all right. All right. Well, let's bring back Chef. All right, Chef, you on there? Chef. Hello. Chef. <laughs> yep. You on there, my friend? We back. So yeah, you know, as we get ready to wrap up this show, Chev, um, tell people how they can find you. What else you got going on in your poetry career? And then we'll have you go into your last piece for the night. If you live in Atlanta, start going to Jr. Crickets and getting wings more. You gonna run into me plenty. Um, <laughs> honestly, <laughs> if you want to find the poems, my Instagram was Chev underscore too much. That is C-H-E-V underscore T-O-O-M-U-C-H. It was hacked, but they still got poems posted because, you know what I'm saying, they love the arts. They just love scamming more. So you can go on there. You can see some work while I rebuild and restock and rebrand. Um <laughs> I'm also teaching a workshop in an hour, like a virtual workshop. You know what I'm saying? Nice. There's a short slam right after, which I am the feature at. We're going to be doing pieces um, from my upcoming okay. book entitled It Be Like That, because it do. <laughs> and if anyone hits me on my my sleep Instagram, my little Vince Bleshev, it's like Vince Bleshev, Bleshev replaces the Sal, because... I like recess growing up, and he was my spirit animal. Um, All right, spirit animal. And, oh, you can find me on Facebook at Siobhan Guthrie, because that's what my mama named me, C-H-E-V-O-N-G-U-T-H-R-I-E. And, like, I love to have anybody who wants to be at that workshop, because it's three ninety nine, and sponsored by Berkeley University. <laughs> All right, oh, man. awesome. <laughs> Well, all right. All right You're man. on, my friend, oh, don't I? Yeah, it's on you now. Do I know poems? If you need a suggestion, you know you can always do that other one. Dr. King once said, 
that if it falls your lot in life to be a street sweeper, you go forth and sweep streets like Michelangelo painted pictures, like Beethoven composed music and like Shakespeare wrote poetry. You be the best at whatever you are. Take pride in your work because the question comes when there's no pride left to see 23 years ago, it felt my lot to be a nigga. Three years ago, it felt to be a dropout. Two years ago, it felt to be homeless. I, I fell a lot. I starved so much, my body turned broomstick hell. I cried so much, my body turned mop until it felt my lot to be a poet. I slammed for food money, sometimes in packed venues, most times in packed train cars, but all times in ugly mirrors, just trying to see myself good It's something. I fell in love with my train car stage. Some days I wanted to stand on the tracks and give it a kiss at full speed. I'm Michelangelo to smile to my jaw that felt like graffiti, hoping to be arrested for vandalism because they serve three meals a day in prison. I performed in all gentrified of areas to avoid anyone I knew. Places where everybody's favorite poems just something about black kids dying. Painting strange fruit the only way they knew to feed the starving artist. So I turned my notebook pages back into the trees we hung from, hoping that the firewood would keep me warm at night. A white woman hands me a dollar, turns to a daughter, and tells her I'm the most talented bum she's ever seen. Better than every hoodlum rapper on this train yesterday, and I wondered how pretty I must have made both of our deaths sound. Wondered if plucking bodies from pavement to make my meal make me a street sweeper or a vulture, but my thoughts keep getting drowned out by the growl and my guts saying get through the palm that night. Two guys put a knife on me in a subway and I became jealous of my shadow. I was able to disappear in times of darkness. They left nothing but darkness in my pockets after taking my pride, my cell phone, and some white woman's dollar. Do you know what it is to lose everything when you already had nothing? Please ask if I was on my way home at the time of the robbery, and I don't know how to tell them that this was a home invasion. But I'm so oh. broke, I'm broken into that this body be larceny stolen from a person to live, that I am a person with a reason to live, that I am a street sweeper in a desert, and the dust in my lungs has made it too hard to play. And all Dr. King got to say is no matter what you do in life, you better do it like three white men. Capitalism say, boy, you look like the most talented vulture we've ever seen. My stomach say, boy, get through this poem before you got a star in someone else's. My pride say, stop apologizing for staying alive because sometimes sweeping streets feel a lot like cleaning caskets for first draft in this poem with a train car kiss. It was a suicide note written on an ugly mirror because depression came and there was no pride left to take. See, if you threw a brick to the windows of my soul, you'd have found nothing but time and a pen, so I wrote myself a future. Oh. I wrote myself here with all of you. I wrote the eulogy of everything that's ever tried to kill me. It is titled, Boy, You're Not Beethoven, You're Music. You're not Shakespeare. You're the poetry itself. You are not Michelangelo, just a work of art. You are all the pride that comes with finding all the art within yourself, even, even on the days when you don't know it. The best of whatever you are, especially when all of that is still alive. Mm. Wow. Man. Uh, well, that was outstanding. Done, but you done, but you done, Chev. You done. <laughs> <laughs> that was outstanding, man. Outstanding, Drops Mike. Goodness yes, gracious, he's done it again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was. 
That was beyond the norm, truly. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm glad really we're like going to be able to hear it. We're going to be able to hear these all over again. I know what I'm going to yes. be doing tomorrow. Listen to this on repeat. <laughs> oh, all right, all right. Appreciate it. Well, thank you, Chef. Thank you so much, man. Oh, my gosh. A phenomenal oh, artist. Thank right. you. All right. All right. All right. You know, you got it, man. Well, well, to bring us home got- tonight... And Conscience was the runner-up, too. So y'all just heard the champion, first place of the Poetically Correct Contest, uh, New Year's edition. And then Conscience was second place. So that's perfect that they ended the show. Everybody was phenomenal, too, as y'all have heard. So Conscience, you ready to tell everybody how they can find you, what you got upcoming? And then um, your last yes, sir. night. All right, Conscience, all right, you're all right. Uh, I was handing y'all folks. You can find me on um, all social media at Conscience101, Conscience101 with a K. If you can't spell it, it ain't for you. It only take a GED. Um, I'm on Facebook as Jonathan Tonapia, but you can also find me there as Conscience101. All right? I do got a um, project coming out it's real soon. It's called Amani 2 seeing doubles um however mm-hmm. while one is out on all streaming platforms including youtube which this video will be dropping on as well so once you're done uh listening to all of this dope poetry if you'd like to go listen to some dope music uh, you can find it there as well con science 101 imani um hella dope project it was my ep last year i dropped it for my girl on valentine's day uh check it out mm-hmm. and what you think all right all right All right, all right. So um, we're going to move into the next piece, I guess. Y'all ready? Yep. Yes, we're oh, ready. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm a, I already know what's going to happen. Oh, I got my water. Yeah. Ready. All right, all right. Uh, all right, let's do this then. <clears throat> I said the fall's going to calm down. Babylon is gonna fall down. I know Jehovah beside me. No one gonna find me. The walls gonna come down. I said the walls gonna come down. Babylon is gonna fall down. I know Jehovah beside me. No one gonna find me. The walls. Gonna calm down. Hello, hello, and good afternoon, my fellow Americans. I'm here to talk to my fellow brethren, the 16% the the, the 16% of population that caught that previous sentence. Yeah, shouted. I'm talking to you. Those that, 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 those that have not fallen victim to the system of drones, see, we treat, we, we treat our lives like spelling in our phones. We've d- 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 done away with the white out and allowed the ink to pollute our bones. But, hey, I get, 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 guess it's better to autocorrect than double back when you're wrong. I'm actively trying to activate the state of activism in our PCs. People of color, please. I'm 
actively trying to activate the state of activism in our PCs because we've been programmed by programs to believe that Bob Marley's whole message was on smoking weed, but standing up for your rights died in the 90s. Obesity leads to death. To fill yourself up with junk, lay on the couch and watch, 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 watch TV. See, I'm here to do for you what my father did for me and raise your state of desire for activity. Pull, pull your brothers up instead of pulling up on them. I said, pull, pull, pull your brothers up instead of pulling up on them. Instead, 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 why, why, instead of robbing organizations, why not build them, heck? Instead of spraying the streets black, why not bring Black Wall Street back? Screw being Americans. Screw, 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 screw being Americans. It's time to teach our kids what it means to be black. With one voice and one fist, we march. We march for our ancestors. We march for our children. March for revolution. Trayvon Martin, rest in peace. Rest in peace. Mike Brown, rest in peace. Afros all across the globe, I'm sorry. This is a truth that we've been teaching for years. See, our people, our people, our people say, our people say they want a revolution, but in reality, our people feel the revolution. Our people, our people fear the revolution. Our people fear anything that has to do with the revolution. Our people fear anything that that they're not accustomed to, even if what they're accustomed to is wrong. See, in the days of slavery, we 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 fought for a revolution, but we we've allowed the Uncle Toms of the world to silence us, the pacifier that lulls, lulls us to sleep. sleep. But as his story shows, the Afro in America is hungry. He will not be silenced. The media promotes violence as officers lash out against my kind, and I'm taught to send more of my women and children out for the slaughter. Oh, no, my brothers. Oh, no, my, oh, no, my sister. I'm here to tell you that there is no greater devil than the ones that they placed on the minds of our people. There will not be a revolution mm. one day. There will not be a revival of the passive Afro-Americans because the revolution will not be televised. It will not be found on the ending credits of Scandal, nor will it air on the 6 o'clock news and Dar show that after no Cleveland versus Warriors game. Oh, no, my brother. Oh, no, my sister. The revolution is live. The revolution is life. The revolution is now. So, 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 PPCs, PPCs, activate yourselves. I, 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 spaz out when I pass out. Sleeping on me guaranteed a brick in your glass house. I could flow quicker than Wheezy claim to make them tap out. I should be the best rapper. But I'd rather be the answer to my generation's modern warfare. The score's clear. Robot drones still trying to steal the block ops. They shoot first and ask questions. The media's misdirecting. Quotes to the masses. Set of vitamin sections. Half to watch the news. Others too stupid to listen. Brothers all about a dollar when U.S. currency switching. I'm still the slickest villain. I'm killing, selling. But I guard your children. I'm chart killing on a mission to make a million. Smart niggas is extinct. I'm at the brink with this ignorance. Because if niggas would think, the niggas wouldn't be niggas. I'm the self-proclaimed savior to the hip-hop biz. Jump on the bandwagon side. We need more soldiers for this. The government's a female, and you can't run over chicks, so either ride with your man or you can die with your bitch. Because I'm tired of this ish. When high hoes falls to the masses, it takes a lot. When, 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 when high hoes falls to the masses, 
It takes a large mm. man to move smooth like molasses to catch it. Hidden in the captions lies a crippling catalyst, a cadmus for captains held captive by the chains we fashioned. When high hoes falls to the masses, when high hoes falls to the masses, it takes a large man to move smooth like molasses to catch it. Hidden in the captions lies a crippling catalyst, a cadmus for captains held captive by the chains we fashioned. There's a lesson to be mastered if you grasp it. I record it, never distort it. This poor's floors and ornaments of the tree of light. My light provides words that are in life's curse of ignorance. Blissful tendons, my wrists have the tendency to inflict passion when I spit. The blind stares of a thousand eyes couldn't realize the potential that rests in my mental and MC center. Cure the world of its sinful thoughts centered around sensual, sublime messages. My pencil, my pencil, my pencil never could pencil their discrepancies. I write death sentences to the high power. So, 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 PPCs, PPCs, activate yourselves. You, 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 you all have been a great crowd. I, I, I'd like to thank you all for coming out to, to, to. Con Science 101. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my God. Man, I was trying not to remember some of that. I was trying not to yell in the background and throw you off, brother. (laughs) I got to ask you, though, do you use some of that alliteration, like, on purpose? Because I know you do that a lot in your rhymes. Like, is that one of your main things you do? Oh, yeah. I I do it everywhere, man. I do it in my music. I do it um in my poetry. I do it in my comedy. It's a uh, it's a signature now. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Been battle rap mm. everywhere. You're a yeah. special gentleman. You man. did it. You really yep. are. Yep. You really are. Wow. I appreciate you, brother. Thank you. I'm wow. gonna remember that one for a long time. Thank mm-hmm. you so much, man. Thank you. Well, Thank Aaron, you what I'm gonna do? Yeah. Oh. What I'm going to do is just open up the lines to everybody, just to say thank you to everybody. Everybody's on the air right now. Uh, yeah. India, and too, Michael. Let me just India. Let yes. me give a, a a quick shout out too to you as the judge, and also our other judges, Brian, um, out there, and Delin, who is also our judge. Want to shout y'all out. Appreciate the support. Yes, that was yes, amazing. it was I it was a, great. It was a tough competition, man. It was tough. We had to really deliberate. It was tough. It was tough. It was tough. So any comments from the field? Anything anybody want to say about tonight before we head out of here? I want to thank you so much for inviting me. Thank you so much. I enjoyed all the poets. Once again, you can find me on Instagram. My name is India, I-N-D-E-A. Last name is Hoffman, H-O-F-F-M-A-N. Thank you so much. All right. Thank you so much. All right. Anybody else want to say anything before we go? Absolutely. It was dope, man. The lineup was crazy. All of you are awesome. If you ever want to do something online, like for for, for, for your fans, for my fans at any point in time, like I'm definitely down. You know, I, I work with any of y'all, especially uh, my boy says, man, that you, you killed it. Started and just well, everybody tonight killed it, man. It was, it was, it was everybody dope. killed it. it was yeah. Dope. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm excited. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Please definitely um, tag us so we can all follow each other and you know stay linked, stay connected. You know, all of us has great material, so I'm sure we have great material outside of our poetry. Let's just you know stay networked. Yep. All right. Thank you. Thank you very much. 
Aaron R., anything you want to say before we yeah. go? Got about 60 seconds left. Yeah, no, I appreciate everybody for your support. Everybody that's listening, that's tuned in. Appreciate all the poets. All of y'all were wonderful. It was hard to pick two people. But we'll probably have another contest at the end of the summer. So stay tuned. YouTube.com slash Aaron Poet for all the videos and to hear all of these artists. And a special thank you, Michael, as usual, for being a legendary host. (laughs) The legendary host. This was great. The legend. (laughs) This was great. (laughs) I'm just glad to have an opportunity, man, to, to, to be here, to hear these uplifted voices. It's been fantastic. Fantastic. And I salute you, Aaron. You continue, continue to put out quality work. I mean, so I'm very proud of you, my friend. Appreciate that, brother. Appreciate that. All right. Well, to our listening audience, I'd like to say thank you for tuning in. And we'll be back for another contest. So just just be ready. All right. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. Quintessential Listening Poetry is a popular blog talk radio podcast. It is also available on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Stitcher. That was that was great. All right, all right. Here we go. Good night. All right. All right.